Right. Hey, well, gosh, like I really do want to end on a positive. Yeah. Well, so let's, let's get to it, sir. <laughs> let's NXT takeover twenty five. Ah, great overall. Had so much fun as usual. You know, for me, when we talked about AEW and the type of show it is and the competition and all of that, I feel like the real war, uh, you know, low key yeah. is actually going to be NXT. Yeah. W in terms of who's putting on the better shows and better matches. Because I'll give it to NXT because God damn man, man yeah. what a great takeover. Yes, great yes. The number takeover. One, the gold brand, definitely. It's NXT and then we'll see what AEW does, you know, to compete with them, but the AEW really needs to take a page out of NXT's book when it comes to how many matches they have and how you because ju- they they'll always, yeah. they do the same it's five matches, more r- roughly five yep. matches, and all those matches they get. Bro, oh yes, you 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 just you get to really just take it in and just experience. And and man, yeah. I just one after another, you keep saying to yourself like, "This was amazing." It does, this it was- does, and it was crazy. Is like that five, like I don't know how Triple H cracked the code, but he did. Like, yeah. Five matches is the perfect amount. You, you don't get too tired. You don't be like, oh, my God, I need a break. No, you don't. You just ride this wave. And then yep. when you're done, yep. you're done. Like, And That's you're it. like, man, what a goddamn great takeover. That's what you say every time because it is. It is. It is. So let's get right into it, man. So the first matchup was Matt Riddle versus <laughs> Oh, man. This match first got started, man. I'm like, ooh, these two, like, what are they going to do with each other? Gonna be stiff. Yeah, that's that, that's the word because I was expecting that that both guys weren't literally weren't gonna pull any punches. That the bows you were gonna feel them, the the knees, yes. the back fingers, everything. Like both guys were gonna go for, it, and they did, man. And like it was just so fun to watch. Like you know, blood in the dusty Dustin match that gives you one type of feel. The, the stiff work that these two guys uh, gave us in the beginning of of uh, of Takeover is like how you can sometimes, even without blood in the new era of wrestling, yeah. make people say, damn, like that. Yeah. Like, how are you hitting that so hard? Like, how, how are you guys taking this? It's, it's just yeah. an awesome And it was the, uh, it was the first perfect match to, to just get exactly. you going. Exactly. Like, they, they, they always, they never fail. Like, the start of every takeover is just perfect. Yeah. It just starts it off and sets the yeah. tone perfectly. And it's just great. I mean, the last one I think was it was the War Raiders versus Ricochet and Aleister Black. Like that one, it was oh, just like yes. a great, yeah, you know, just kick-off takeover New York. And now here we are with this one and Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong with both of these guys. Are just oh my god, oh my with, the, god with the bro. era's night basically starting off with him with Roderick Strong and Matt Riddle. Like man, I, I was I was yeah. really I was happy I started with that match and those guys didn't disappoint. Um, at the end, Matt Riddle did get the win. But to me, it was it wasn't like you know I felt like oh Roderick Strong you know looked weak oh, or anything. No, huh. both guys looked super looked strong. Super strong. It felt like that was like it, it felt like you know I could see a rematch and I could see Riddle actually going over, not Riddle yeah. going over. Uh, I'm sorry, Strong going yeah. over because yeah. he just he I think he is the first wrestler in NXT to push him to the to the max. He yeah. pushed Riddle to the max. It's been it was so many false finishes because of the great storytelling of of Matt Riddle selling his back, trying to do certain moves, but his his back going out. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. bro! 
Dude, and then and then Roger going for his his finisher for the back. I'm like, oh, it's over. It's over because his back is done. And he's I'm like, oh man, bro, you that storyteller was amazing. I'm talking about the storyteller was amazing. Yes, yes, I agree. 100 percent man, 100 percent You just said it right there. It was exactly how it felt in terms of like the him selling the back and just it was a perfect way to tell that story, perfect way for in terms of Matt Riddle selling for Roderick Strong yes. and getting Roderick Strong's moves over with every move that he did, you really believed that he was gonna win. How about he and how then, he uh he kind of was going like it was like he did like a, a a whole bunch of step up insiguries and a half dozen elbow strikes. Yeah. It did he yeah. man. It didn't oh my god, that crowd was going crazy when that happened. Bro, yeah. that's uh that, that match was great i could watch that yeah, match again I, yep yep this whole card i mean i think that's going to be a running yeah. theme and usually even for takeovers is yeah the whole card you can watch these takeovers over and over uh, again yes every, like you're watching it the first time yep. really so yeah, I, I was i love this matchup and i was not always a roderick strong fan i'll say that like ever since he joined the undisputed era i feel like roderick strong has found like his character and is starting to really voice. show more yeah Cause when he was yeah. a face, he was just you know, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, as a character, yeah. he was he was he was. Born, They'll start doing the videos, you know? which kind of help you know show more of his character. Yeah, uh, the video package of NXT to show more of his background, showing his wife, uh, his son. But 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 that was just it, man. But when he went heel, I was like, ah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's just like his in-ring, it just seemed like there's just a whole other gear that he's gotten to. Like, even his entrance. Like, I love it now, like, when he stomps and he, everyone does the boom when he hits the, you know, yeah. he times with the music. Like, th- even that, like, it just seems like yes. he's just found something. Like, yeah. he's found himself. He's having he got him, like this, you know, like, not confidence, but he has, like, now he has this oh, nastiness. Yeah. Nasty street, yeah. you know, it's almost like, like every oh, bro. I'll like, never yeah. forget that visual when he just he who did he caught off guard just running up with a running knee strike? Man, I don't know the specific, but you know uh, what I'm talking about. You know the, the situation I'm talking about, though. It, it, it was it was during a, a weekly NXT, and I forgot uh-huh. who was cutting the promo. All of a sudden, Undisputed just came out of nowhere, but you saw Roderick first out of nowhere, just came out with a, a freaking flying knee. I was like, whoa. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, Roderick is that dude. Yeah, he is. He is, man. Like, he's just, he's so sharp, man. And he, like, the moves are just so devastating. It's hard to watch some of the moves that he, when he delivers it, the backbreakers and just all the different focused moves are just so So incredible, man. Yeah, yeah. He's just great. He's great. Um, And these are two dudes, honestly, that, Right now, where where we stand with wrestling, like I just want them to stay in NXT. Oh, yeah. like, I don't no, want them to. No, 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 no. Please Main roster is a mess right now. Yeah, everybody yeah, stay. Yeah, everybody to stay where you at. Everybody, I think, right. needs to stay in NXT. Like, everybody where stop they are right like, now. Freeze. Yeah, freeze. Let's just pause the call right. until we figure out what's don't going on. Don't nobody touch a goddamn thing. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Exactly. That's where I'm at with it too, man. Like, if anything, I like the idea of certain people going back down yes. to NXT. You know, like we'll talk about Tyler Breeze here in a second, 
but like I think that just feels right for some people, man. Like NXT is just I think there's certain people that fit that crowd, that style so much. I think better. Apollo Crews. You know, I think he was called up yeah. way too soon. He could have benefited from, from being there longer. He I think he could man. benefit from going back there. Well, if you're gonna say Apollo Crews, I gotta throw EC three. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, EC three, bro. Would, that dude doesn't want to be there. No, there's a disaster. yeah. There's actually a video of 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 his main roster debut of he's doing his entrance. You know, he's just all enthused, and then yeah. and then now it's like EC three. Now they did another video of him doing doing his same entrance on the main roster. But oh my god, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just I like just that. let's just yeah. get this over with. Let's just get this over with. Throw this up there, which I think he's trying to incorporate that as part of his character now. Like he's just like there, and he's like unenthused. And he has this red cup. Yeah, like yeah, there, like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I'm here, but you know, but I'm not yeah, here. Yeah, I'm at the party, but I'm not really here. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what he's doing. I'm like, that's almost too real, man. Like where you you may be frustrated, and you just like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like it's almost too real. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see what goes where that goes from here. But, right. Um. But yeah, final. Any final thoughts on on Riddle and Strong, man? Now the, the, it was just it was a it, great. It match was a great match. It was one of my favorite matches. One wasn't a top match, but still one of my favorite matches of, of the Takeover. Uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, but when I'm saying not one of my top matches, but still, that was just that's just saying something because it was just a damn good Takeover. Yeah, I mean, look, there's five matches, yeah, so it's, exactly. it's, you're going to have one favorite match, and then everything else is is after that, but they're all great. Yeah. Like, all of these matches, I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to really nitpick and say, yeah, yeah this didn't, you didn't like this or that. So that's saying something. And, you know, comparing this to, say, Money in the Bank, like, Money in the Bank, there were two matches, maybe, that you could say, okay, yeah, this were matches I was happy with, whereas with this, it's like the entire card. Satisfied. Just, just yeah, exactly. Just like I send you that uh, that gift perfection. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what this was. It was, yeah. man. It was just perfect, man. Just yep. Damn it, like damn it, Triple H, man. You just, just, just got. I just got a single tear just coming down my face. <laughs> man, we just we need you in. We need you in WWE, yeah. man. Please, just one day, save man. Us. Hopefully, one day soon. Exactly, exactly. All right, so the next match we're going to talk about is the ladder match for the vacant NXT Tag Team Championship. We had the Street Street Profits versus Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan versus the Undisputed Era versus the Forgotten Sons. So, yeah, man, another great match overall. Uh, This was a matchup that they they sold it really well in terms of all the guys being able to – you would have believed maybe Burch and Lorcan for the most part, like you said, they could have been left out of it and – I don't know that I necessarily thought there was a moment where they could win, but for the most part, all of the teams involved, like they all had their moments. They, did. they all got their shot. So, you know, I really enjoyed this matchup from that perspective. Um, Kyle O'Reilly took a lot of bumps, like a lot of crazy Ooh, bumps. Some like, like some was, piece of meat missing on the back of his yeah. back, bro. Like, oh my God, some rough bumps. Yeah, I was I was nervous yeah. for him, man. A couple of times they were throwing the ladder around and it almost hit him. I'm like, ooh, they like please let's take care of uh, Kyle O'Reilly because he's one of the best parts of NXT, yes. one of the best parts of wrestling. Period. So let's just make sure we don't break. <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah. take some care with him. Like there was one spot where they power. I forget who held, had him up, but they power bombed him onto the ladder and then he fell. And then um, it was uh, Bobby Fish was on the ladder. And Bobby Fish then fell on top of him too, and then they pushed the ladder over, and then that almost fell yeah. on him. Yeah. Like, oh my God, bro! 
Yeah, people so, taking some yeah, rough bucks. Like, uh, was it Montez Ford? Uh, that Boy. that suplex on the on the ladder. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. bro! How about him jumping over the ladder, uh, doing like that swan dive over the ladder and onto the outside? Oh, when, uh, yeah, and yeah. I think oh, I think he and he, think he almost he, he almost didn't almost catch did. him. Yeah, he almost didn't yeah. catch him, but that was. His vertical is it insane. Is, it is. Like to jump because the ladder wasn't even right by the ropes. There was maybe yeah, a good it save wasn't. <laughs> away from the ropes. So he has to hurdle basically the ladder and yeah. the ropes and then get to Jackson Ryder. And he Ryder, didn't even hurt. Right. He flipped over. He flipped over. Exactly. He's doing a flip over both a ladder and and the ladder was uh, was sideways too, by the way. Just for people listening to get the visual, if you didn't see it, it's basically the ladder is about the same height. Um, they're holding it long ways. There's two guys holding the ladder on either side of the undisputed era members holding the ladder on either side the long way. And so the 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 um, long edge of the ladder is basically parallel with the ropes. But there's about say a four foot gap between the ladder and the ropes. And then there's a guy on the outside of the ring. Uh, Jackson Ryder, who's maybe seven, eight feet away from where the ropes were. So now you've got a guy who's bouncing off the ropes and he has to jump over this ladder, flip over the ladder and the rope and hit the guy that's on the outside. <laughs> crazy, crazy spot. Um, so yeah, this is just the athleticism that he showed. Montez Ford was just amazing. So yeah, yeah man, shout out definitely to him. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean the the Street Profits man finally, finally bro, finally, it's about to finally, finally, well deserved though. Oh my God, when they grabbed those belts, when when uh, Montez Ford jumped yeah, on that ladder, I knew it. oh my goodness! Even before he jumped on the ladder, I said, "He's he, where are you at? Like jump on the ladder! I know you're gonna do it. Like, <laughs> jump on the ladder!" And when he did it, I was like, "Oh, this yeah. is it. This is the moment. It's gonna happen." So yeah, he jumped yeah. on the ladder. Uh, grabbed the belt. Uh, he punched one of the forgotten. Oh, uh, uh, it was Blake. Know it, you know what? Blake. That sail off that ladder he fell was perfect too. Like he yeah. did that punch. He kind of just, kind of just, oh, fight, and then he fell, and he just kind of sold because he fell from that distance and rolled. I'm like, oh man, everything about that match was perfect. The way it closed. Yeah, it was. It was. So yeah, so happy for the Street Profits. Um, just gonna be. I'm. I'm. I'm so excited for their run. As tag team champions, uh, the the celebration at the end too was great. They both went into the crowd and the red cups uh, just just flying with all the people in the crowd. That team is so over, yeah. man! Like it's just so you so know. Awesome what's scary to, though is, huh? That usually when you get the tag team belts, you're next on deck. No, 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 no! Like you just said it, it's on pause. No one is moving up. No one's getting called hey, up. We hey, don't need hey, that. you no. just said it, though. They are so over. And you, uh, no, no, it, no. It's just, no. I, it, what I'm up, scared no. is, how do Vince McMahon see them? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want, I don't want them going there in the main roster right now. You know what? Let's no. get this on this positive note. Let's keep going, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm telling no, you, man, no. we're going down this rabbit down. hole, man. I'm like, let me, let me avoid this rabbit hole. Like, stay away from that rabbit hole. We 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 just we got the win. We got the win. The Street Profits, they're over, and they actually got the belts because we got Triple H at charge. So let's keep enjoying NXT. The the Street Profits gonna have some great matches coming up. Um I'm excited for them to maybe continue their feud with the Forgotten Sons, who 
I think will be a good uh, heel uh, foil for them. I think that'll be nice for them in the Undisputed Era also because they're going to be on their roll to try to, you know, continue. Well, we'll talk about oh, what, yeah. you know, they're, they're on and trying to capture all the gold. But um, definitely I could see the Undisputed Era going after them too. I, I'm, I'd be more excited about Undisputed Era versus Tree Profits versus Forgotten – instead of Forgotten Sons, okay. uh, to be honest. But um, I wouldn't mind the Forgotten Sons getting a shot as well, given what we saw – and given their history, yeah, they look too, good. It looks strong and Riker. God, yeah. dog, man, that dude is built, bro. That dude just came out like man. a monster. He is. He is. Now, I, I will say with him, I do get a little bit annoyed with how strong they try to build him. Sometimes yeah. I get it that he's a strong guy, but he shouldn't be to the point where you know he's he can just destroy all like three different tag teams, and he's just throwing everybody around like. You know, there's a certain point where I'm like, man, I'm tired of this dude. So yeah. I was so happy when they all finally just jumped him and they were stomping him That's down. That's what like, Brock. Yeah, like, let's exactly. get this dude out of here, man. Let's jump him. Yes, yes. When that happened, I was like, man, yeah. that would be so So if cool. I hear Brock's music and I'm Ali, I'm like, man, bump that. Jump getting off the ladder. Like, hey, everybody, get up, get up, get up. Everybody, get up, everybody, man. Everybody, look, look, Brock, get his ass. Let's stomp this dude out first. And then we can figure right, this we'll out. We'll figure out this later, but this dude, let's take care of him. Yes, that's where that strategy makes sense. Is Because like, they always do that with the big guys. You know, you do it with the big show and Royal yeah. or whatever. Let's all hang up on him. In this situation, for sure, like, no, we can't have Brock Lesnar going and getting this money in the bank and terrorizing us for however long he wants to. We got to stop him from getting that. So let's all gang up together. Take him out, and then we can restart this match. <laughs> right. Exactly, man. Man. But, uh, yeah, didn't happen. But we did get it here at the ladder we match. Did. And, yeah, the Street Profits and Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford, they are now the tag team champions, and I couldn't be happier. All right, so moving forward, the next matchup, another great match. And uh, I guess I was a little bit surprised with how good Tyler Breeze was. This was for the North American Championship. So, hold on, hold on. Bellamy. Let me ask you this. Why are you surprised by how good Tyler Breeze you been watching before in NXT? Here's the thing. Tyler Breeze, for a while now, really hasn't shown this side of himself, right? And there were some – some uh, just the flow of the match and how good he, he showed himself in this match. We just hadn't seen that in so long. And so, it, it, to be honest, I had kind of forgotten – how good he well, could yeah, be. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true because kind of it's one time it was, uh, I want to say back in 2014 when uh, he was, I think they did a, a house show in Hammond, Indiana, and that was one of the last shows I saw CM Punk. But mm-hmm. Tyler Breeze was there, and I think, what what did my friend call him? T Breezy? And <laughs> it's like, T Breezy! I'm like, who is this dude? Tyler Breeze? I'm like, came out with the music. I'm like, dude, look. All right, kind of flamboyant, but I get it. And, right, and I right. saw the match. I'm like, bro, I didn't need no, I didn't need to know more about him, man. And I saw yeah. some of his early stuff. I'm like, this dude can go. Yeah, yeah, but again, his run on on SmackDown yeah. for the most part, it was like it was a comic relief, yeah. basically. You know, and it was great. Like I, l- I actually love what they were yeah. doing with him on SmackDown in terms of. The 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 what was the something files I forget oh, what it was called uh, the, uh, what was it the, the fashion files. files yeah the fashion files yeah like that old, the segment that he was doing with Fandango like it was hilarious it was. like they and even that got over but in terms of in ring they never really they didn't let focus that it was, it was more in a comedy 
Exactly. So now, you know, this being the first match that he had done like this in a while, and he did have a match on NXT um, not too long ago, too, where it was it was almost a precursor to this. So that, too, kind of helped us see a little bit. But this matchup right here, I felt, you know, seeing Tyler Breeze um, in this matchup with Velveteen Dream, he really got to showcase once again, like, why people liked him in the first place and that he's a, he's a true wrestler. You know, he can go yeah. his his charisma is through the it roof. Is. Just a lot like Velveteen Dream. Like yeah. they are very And similar. I love the and video package of telling the story of, of, yeah. of you know, of Velveteen telling him like he had his chance, his old news. He went to the main roster. He couldn't hack it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, damn. That was a great it, story. It was. To tell. It was, Absolutely. man. It, I love Velveteen telling him too. He's like, I'm like the upgraded, better version of him. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Fact, but it's true. They're very similar, but he's basically the upgraded version of Tyler Breeze. That is exactly yeah. what he is. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I was like, damn. I was like, facts though. Yeah, yeah, man. But Tyler Breeze coming in, like he he fit in. It's like he he did not lose a step from what he was like before when he was on an NXT. Yeah. Like he you know, like when he went against Yushin Thunder Liger. Like there's a reason he got that matchup because he deserved it because of the way that he would wrestle and how good he was. Like, for him to battle a legend like that, it made sense. So, for this, it's like, yeah, it was it was a reminder of, like, it, when I say I'm surprised, it was more of a reminder, I guess, of what Tyler Breeze was capable of in the ring when they actually let him be a part of a wrestling match where he could showcase those yeah. skills. Um, so, yeah, man, I had a lot of fun with this matchup, man. It was really great. Uh, Velveteen in the beginning, you know, when he had all his gear and he left the gear on, but then little by little – like, he just kept losing pieces of the gear, <laughs> like the chain mail thing or whatever, and then it fell apart, and then the, the last piece of the chain, um, that ripped off, and they threw that out the ring. Like, it was just little just little things about the matchup. Ba- Valentin really is, 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 is a showman, and I think one of yeah. the last showmans we ever had was, was The Rock. Yeah. And, and this what Valentin is, and this is what we need on the main roster. Yes, you know, yes. just and yo, go ahead, bro. So you you say you say that, and I I'm, I could not agree with you more. But then there's always that hesitation. Yeah, that yeah. Because I say it, I'm like, I say it, I'm like, oh, God damn it! But the main roster, it's but it's a mess. The main roster is the main roster. You know what they yeah. do. You know, I feel what like happens. I feel like John Moxley on his interview. He gets all excited about, oh, when I come back. I'm gonna talk about all these promos I got, but they're like, oh yeah, but. Uh, it's the WWE, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, yeah. I, I know how he feels. It's uh, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I think you know, on one of these podcasts before, you know, we were talking about Aleister Black, and I said, "There's no way they can mess that up. There's no way they can mess that up." You know, and you're like, "Watch, they're gonna turn them now. They're gonna they're gonna do all this stuff." They, 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 it's it's Vince. Like they will find a way. Like we don't we can't trust them. There's no guaranteed superstar from NXT. To WWE, no. there's just none. You no. never know how they're going exactly. to. How, how he can, he can, he can mess up anybody. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, but nobody's foolproof. Exactly, nobody's foolproof. So I want to yeah, believe man. it with Valentine. I want to believe he's the except, exception, exception to the rule. Right? Yeah, but I don't know, man, because this, know. you know, because the way how basically John. Moxley shined a light on this on Vince McMahon how yep. he's just a dictator. So I don't know if if I didn't yep. if I never heard that and I'm just going off how I you know perceive what's going on in the WWE. 
I would just be like, it's it's no way, foolproof. They can't mess up Valentine. But I'm I'm shaken, literally shaken by this. Yeah. Because of what John is verifying of what we already perceived. You know what I'm saying? This may get him and want to call him like the purple man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he might have to change everything purple about his name. Bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just like, stop talking, bro. Just stop talking. Because <laughs> that could happen. That could happen. We have the Viking experience. We have heard worse. <laughs> so you say the purple man? <laughs> Or the velvet experience, you know. He's oh, one of those, man, like, bro. Like, the velvet experience? Oh, my I'm God. So I don't want anybody going to the main roster, man. Yeah. I just want them all to stay. Just continue to, to be be yourselves at NXT. Continue to entertain. And yeah. Then, you know, I would hope that what I, just what listen I'm to what for. Triple H says. If he tells you like, "Hey, just you know, just chill out because things ain't hot right now <laughs> in, in, in yeah, the main exactly. roster." I know you want to yeah. go. It, it's probably good money, but hey, you know, I'm gonna take care of you. I got you. All right, we got you. All right, we just, we got you. just, 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 you know, just, you know, I got you. Just be patient. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's just it's scary right now, man. It's scary. I, I'm hoping. Here's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that at some point they stop looking at NXT as developmental and they just look at it as another. Yeah, brand. they they need like, to. Well, you know what? Because yeah. there are rumors. Well, not rumors now, because Triple H it says there are in talks with Fox of having NXT being part of the weekly show now. Ooh, so if that that, happens, that is a good move in that direction of showing that this is more than being a developmental brand. Yes, yes, dude, that would be amazing if they put. I was thinking about that, like they need to put NXT, uh, the weekly shows, on regular cable. Like you know, it's it's awesome being on the network for people that have it, but that would be the next step is to have them be like on a Fox or on USA or wherever, you know. Yeah, hell, I, I don't think everybody. Side. I don't. Hell, I don't think casual fans have the, the WWE network. I think hardcore right. fans have the WWE network. Yeah. Not casual yeah. fans. Right. If casual fans are, they probably get it for WrestleMania. Yep, and get it for month, for the free month, so they're not even making revenue off that. Exactly, hundred percent, hundred percent. So yeah, definitely, I think that'd be a great move for them to do that because the more eyeballs they get on NXT, man, then Vince will have to say, "Hey, man, this is." This is good shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. working. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully, and then Triple H, too, if that happens, right, then hopefully Triple H is still running it. Because that would be the other thing, too, is that if they go and they are on television, will Vince want to want to start messing with that, too? Which yeah. I, I would hope not. So You know anyway. what could happen is, oh, shit. So let's say, all right, so, you know, Fox... Are now have SmackDown, so SmackDown and and Raw are still being heavily influenced, heavily run by the dictator, by the general Vince McMahon. But yep, all right, NXT cut this deal weekly show. It's getting well received. It's getting in a shining light on uh in Fox, but Fox are still getting bad reviews, negative reviews about SmackDown. What's going on? Fox is saying, like, hey, uh, 
Vince, what's going on? What, what's, where's the disconnect? You know what? Yeah, we're paying you all this money. Hell no, we want we want Triple H to run things over there for SmackDown. All right, and they can do that. And he hasn't, and he can't do nothing about that. Yeah, man, I would hope that it would go that way. I would yeah. hope so. You know, I think that that would be awesome if somehow by putting them on television and and Fox seeing that this product is yeah. is like it's, it's, it's totally ran different from the main roster and right. and it's totally more different. and it's more in that sports role cuz you got more Ronello yeah he's probably one yeah. of the best i hate michael cole bro i'm i'm seriously oh, getting yeah. annoyed by michael cole like I couldn't agree oh my god Moro is my yeah. favorite he's my favorite it's like oh my he cuz he's so authentic so all uh, you know like Mama Mia just screaming into the mic. Just oh my god, he stands yep. up. He's yep. just excited, like he's not BSing. Yep. Well, even the references, man. Like sometimes he'll throw in like uh, end game references. Oh or, yeah, you know, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He, that's what he does. Yeah, I'm like this dude. Like he just he he gets it. Like he knows what people are watching. Yeah. He stays in. You know, he'll throw in like rap references and songs and stuff like that. I'm like, what, Morrow? Where, where is this coming from? Dude? Are you kidding? Dude, it's just, yeah. he's so and he does the same thing because it, it's just not with wrestling. Even I, I uh, heard him on uh, commentary for the what was it? The Mayweather and uh, what's his guy name? Conor McGregor fight. Oh, he really? He yeah, did he did that. He did that. Oh, yeah, and wow. he does the exact same thing, bro. Does the exact wow. same thing. Does the whole pop references or the all that? Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's yeah. what I do. So big ups to Morbinello, bro. We love you. Yep. 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 Keep doing yeah. what you're doing, man. I mean, he is the, for me, he's the voice yes. of wrestling right yeah. now. That's just, whenever yeah. I hear him. Because M- Michael Cole, oh my God, bro. I'm, uh, yes, the big dog. Do uh, oh my God. I'll never forget when Aleister Black was coming out and he said, the dark. Uh, Aleister yeah. Black, I was like, the dark. What do you do? No one's ever said, stop. Just stop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stop. And yeah. I, I feel like he, he wanted to say the Dutch Destroyer. But oh, he my God. And he just said the yeah. dark. And then he paused. And then he didn't know what to say. I, I just, so then he just came out of the black. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm just so sick of Michael Cole. I'm, I'm tired of his cadence. I'm just just sick of it, man. Just like, I don't care if you're getting fed lines. I'm just sick of it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. bro, yeah. like, okay, we know the wild card is in effect. The wild card is in effect. I, I know Michael Cole. I know. I see it because obviously Roman Reigns is kicking off Monday Night Raw. <laughs> so I know. The wild card rules in effect, everybody. Oh my God, bro. I don't. This, this is. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. See, we're going down this rabbit hole, man. Come on, let's get off it. Oh my God. I keep on see. See how we get back on that? It's oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, so so back to NXT guys should just stay put. I think it's at the yeah. end of the day. That's how we got here. Velveteen Dream, stay put. But uh to cap it off, because I don't even know if I said who had won the match. Yeah, Velveteen won. Velveteen, and it was kind of a cool uh moment at the end. Uh, yeah. You know, which was awesome, and the crowd was calling for it, so they yeah. did it. That was it was, awesome. it was, it, that was a cool too. selfie too, man. Just both looking serious. That was a G pose selfie. Yeah. I, 
G certified. That was a G certified pose worthy selfie right there. It was. And it wasn't the first selfie though. That was the second oh, yeah, yeah, selfie. Yeah, the first, the first one. Oh my god. Bellatine <laughs> <laughs> oh, is a fool, bro. Zero Fs. Oh. I don't care. He's not no heel. He's not a face. He can do whatever he want. He can do whatever he wants. So for context, basically, uh Tyler Breeze was on the announce table. He he'd gotten he'd taken a move, some bump, and um Velveteen Dream finds Tyler Breeze's phone, the same phone he uses in his entrance. And during the entrance, you know, they show the footage from the phone on the screen. So Velveteen Dream grabs the phone. He says, oh, is this your phone? This the phone that you were using? All? Okay, cool. So then he he picks up Tyler Breeze's head because he's like unconscious from whatever movie just did. And he's like, let's take a selfie. Let's take a selfie. And then Tyler Breeze is still unconscious. And he slaps him. He's like, take the selfie. Look up. And then he takes the picture and they show all of this yes. shit happening on the screen for the crowd and crowds reacting to it. Bro. Oh, man. And, and when I saw that, it remind me of the Rock and Stone Cold yeah, when he. So yeah. this is back in our time before cell phones. Yep. Well, there's cell phones before they had cameras on it. You couldn't do a selfie. So yeah. it's this thing called exactly. a video camera. So it, it was a match during the Rock and Stone Cold, and during mid match, this man picked up the camera. <laughs> Record Stone Cold knocked out, laying on the ground. But what's crazy yeah. is he was just it, it was crazy. He didn't know that, you know, he was starting to get up out of it. So it was cool. So he just started getting focused on himself. Like, oh yeah, this is cool. And then he went back to focus back on Stone Cold. Stone Cold was wide awoke, flicked him off. He was like, oh shit, give him the Stone Cold stuff. <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh man. You, uh, that's what it reminded me. And I was like, oh man, Valentine is 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 great to do that with, with the technology yeah. now. Like got the belt, get the selfie right there. <laughs> it did told him to put it on the on the on the on the on the, on the, uh, on the video screen too, man. Yeah. Oh bro, oh, man. perfect. Okay. And I do want to mention too that a double or nothing, Jericho did something similar as well, where he had tossed Kenny Omega over the barricade. And then he grabbed the cameraman's camera and he started filming Kenny Omega while he was knocked out, you know, and then he's like looking around and Jericho has that in him too, where he kind of like will break the fourth wall a little bit and just yeah. like kind of that's with the audience mid match. And he's just like kind of interacting with yep. everybody. He turned back around and Kenny Omega, I guess he took a sip of beer or whatever. And he, he uh, spit the beer at the camera and that Jericho caught him in the eyes or whatever. So that was a cool, fun moment too. But for Velveteen Dream being so new to the game and already kind of having it in him to do what two veterans, what The Rock and Jericho are doing, that speaks volumes for what Velveteen Dream's potential is on the main roster, potentially. Cross, fingers crossed that, you know, they get him right. But I guess the point is that, man, Velveteen, you, you're you doing yeah. it, man. Like, you got You got, you got it. it. So, yeah, you have it. That's that's what you got. Where everybody's saying, yeah. like, we need that 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 it. That's what they're talking about, and that's what yep. you got, bro. For yep. real, he's got, yep. it. he's got it, man. So yeah, Velveteen Dream still North American champion. Hey, let's keep this Talleyrand going because it's, it's oh, fun hell to yeah, watch. bro, hell yeah. Um, so then the next matchup, NXT Women's Championship match: Shayna Baszler versus Io oh Shirai. Oh my god, man, bro! Another <laughs> just great matchup, man. Go ahead and talk man. about it. Okay, so I wasn't. I, I knew it was going to be a, a good match, but I didn't know it was going to be a goddamn good match. 
Like, you know, just from the selling from Il Shirai selling that when, when Shannon Baszler was just concentrating on that left arm and, and she's just yeah. selling it, man. And then, oh, and then Shirai yeah. using her, her agility, hitting, hitting uh, uh, Shannon Baszler with the 619. Oh, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? Shannon Baszler, when I first started watching Shannon Baszler, I was like, man, you know, I, I could I could see where her character is going. And yeah. it, it, it seems okay, but I wasn't sure. Man, she's becoming one of my yeah. favorite wrestlers. And, and it was perfect yeah. for her to keep that title, too. And she needs to keep yes, it. it she needs to keep needs it. To keep. Because yes. Yes. once that title, once whoever gets that title off, it's going to mean something. It's yep. going to mean yeah. a lot. Yes, when it finally, when she finally decides to, you know, when that call-up happens eventually, because it's going to yeah. happen. You know, like, it's going to mean something for whoever takes that title off of her, and that's going to be huge. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm Excited for that person, whoever it ends up being. But Shayna herself too, she has really become something yeah. in NXT. And just again, just one of my favorite. Like when I before again, I just wasn't a huge fan of hers before. And I now, heal the like, hate, man. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, that's what she is. I, I look forward to it. Yep. I look forward to her matches. I look forward to seeing her in the ring and just how vicious yep. her stomping on someone like. Arm or the 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 elbow stomp. I, I hate her does. finisher it's, because it's like when she get it, I know she can. I know it's gonna it's happen. Over. Like damn it! Yeah. <laughs> EO in. I was thinking, no, nah, EO's gonna. I was hoping EO was yeah. gonna get out. I was for it, and I remember what was it? It was uh, NXT Takeover Chicago where she went against. Um, oh man, who did she face at NXT Chicago? Then it was kind of. Ah uh, crap! I'm I'm losing the the. Do you, do you remember who uh, Shayna went Kyrie against? Um, no, no, no! It wasn't Kyrie Sane. Um, oh, here, let me look this up real quick. Hold on one second, because I remember being emotionally invested in that particular matchup. Um, uh, this is gonna bug me. Here, let me see. It was. It was. Let's see. Dang. Let's see. Uh... No, no. Oh, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. There you Cross. go. Yeah. I was. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because what was funny now I remember. Because Nikki Cross. Yeah. Uh, but she, she passed out smiling. Out. She passed out smiling, and I'm like, no, everybody, yep. like the whole crowd, they're live in person. The whole crowd was like, no. <laughs> her face, and we can see that she was enjoying it, going to sleep. I'm like, don't enjoy it. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It was just so, just emotionally, we are just so connected to that moment. And the feeling in that crowd, everyone was pulling for Nikki Cross. But you could feel that Shayna was just so dominant that it was going to be tough for Nikki yeah. to do it. But they Told it so well, like that story was so good, and it was a perfect ending for it because Shayna should win and Nikki should go down smiling and join us. Man, that was crazy because she was trying to fight and then she was like, she just accepted it, embraced it, smiled. She embraced yep. it. It was just like, oh, and the whole crowd just being like, no. <laughs> <laughs> the groan and hear the groan. It was just perfect. So anyway. To your point, yeah, whenever Shayna locks that in, you just have this feeling like, oh, man, it's the end. And I like, I tried to hold out hope because you could see Io Shirai fighting, you know, and she was trying to get to the ropes. And, she, you know, it's always that, like, resilient, like, I'm going to give it one last yeah. try to try to get out of it. 
But in the end, you know, it just just had to do that slow tap and just yeah, sinking in and like when she get it in, it's you know, it's like Joe's man, Kikina Clutch, man. Yeah. He gets that bad boy in, bro. It's night night. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, I mean, props to props to both women because yeah. they both did great. Yeah. After oh, the match, yeah, after the match, man, huh? Somebody yep. was pissed. <laughs> I was a little bit pissed. Yo, Shirai, man, just let Shanna Baszler. Yes. And like even Candice LeRae kind of looked at Io Shirai like, uh, right, okay? right. I'm like, okay, I guess we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is where this is going. Just laid into her, oh, man. Like, man, oh, bro, bro. She when she got the chair, it did. The, yeah, it, it did. Did the moonsault? I feel like so. So Shayna Baszler's face when she was taking the Singapore cane. Um, it almost looked like EO was trying to stab her with the Singapore cane. And Shayna Baszler looked up like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? Like, like almost like it was not yeah. planned. Like, they didn't talk about that. <laughs> just kind of like, she was just pissed off, like, really getting into character. Yeah. So I enjoyed that from a, from a fan perspective. I'm like, man, like, yeah, that, that actually was good. Even I don't want anybody to actually get hurt or nothing. But it was worth that reaction to see Shayna on her face. You know, like I'm getting like this chick is trying to kill me, like right now. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. And like you said, with the chair, oh my god, that the, the moonsault, moon bro. The with the chair, perfect. oh my god, bro. That and that was like, damn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was picture perfect. Man. I I enjoyed that. So you know, what I mean, I'm excited for a rematch. That that it's inevitable oh, that yeah. they're gonna go at it. Yeah, with, uh, and th- and that even though she lost. She still looks strong because she was pissed that she lost. It's like, oh, you think you just yeah. gonna lose it and you gonna choke me out and just walk? <laughs> right. Where do you think you're going? <laughs> yeah, I don't care that the bell rung. We were right. right. <laughs> oh man. My friend ain't gonna do this to me. You think you're gonna walk away? Right. Like, right. Oh. Like <laughs> Not up in here. Gary, <laughs> <laughs> nah, this was me. <laughs> Just giving her the oh, business, man. It's fun, fun stuff, man. All right, let's get into it. The main event: NXT Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. Two. So, man. The first match we've talked about it. We had a, a, a maybe now legendary uh, just back and forth yeah. on how we felt about this match going in, going into the first match and after so uh, the let first me say match. this real quick too. So yeah. yeah, the first match when we had talked about this on our podcast, we had a very heated debate, and it's crazy because my wife just recently listened to that episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. I want to hear this. Yeah, yeah. So her point of view was was correct. She was just saying like how we both kind of stuck to our guns, and and, yeah. and you know and and kind of just like you know we were both we, we was agreeing to disagree at, at the end of yeah. the day. I think that's what it was because you you yeah. was gonna stick to your guns. I was gonna stick to mine because I just believe wholeheartedly. Yeah. You know that match was you know just for somebody else. But it is what it is. Right. Right. It yeah. is what it is. Exactly. 
Exactly. Well, that's awesome. I mean, and, and I think that's the way it should be. You know, like we're going to talk about it. We're going to agree on some things and disagree on some things. And at the end of the day, like it's not for, you know, maybe in a situation, you know, you, you convince me or I convince you on something. But it, it actually I got respect for it either way. You know what I'm saying? Like you being able to say, no, this wasn't for you. That's fine. That's totally OK. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, like I can enjoy it. And, you know, a lot of people enjoyed it and some people agree yeah. with you. So it, it's just what it is. And we can talk about it, talk about our perspectives, and it's totally fine. Like, I, I really enjoy, you know, that part of, of just these discussions. It is, you know? man, because so, it's all love at the end of the day, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're just wrestling fans exactly, talking man. about just passionate know, about what we, what, we, what we like to talk about, man. That's it. That's it. So having said that, now, this matchup, the, the, the aspect of this that I, I've been eager to talk to you about mm. is this. When we talked yeah. about that last matchup, you seemed very cool on Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era. Like, this kind of hurt them as a group, right? And so I get that about it. But now, I was my prediction was that we were going to see a rematch. And what we were going to see is potentially Adam Cole getting his in that rematch now i was i was thinking maybe the entire team was gonna get title shots yeah. and everybody would get gold <laughs> in that same night right now that didn't no, happen not. but this matchup we got i feel like where we got we got what we were looking for i think for in terms of like if there was going to be a rematch, I feel like this is the way it was supposed to be. So okay, that was about the I was about to ask you that real quick. So what did you think initially? Yeah. Would you did you enjoy this match better than the first one? Oh, um that's tough, man, because I love that first match. I would say no. I didn't enjoy the match more okay. than I enjoyed the first one, but I enjoyed this match a lot. Okay. Because I think in in a way I look at it as, as just a continuation of that matchup. Like I don't even I almost don't look at it as two different matchups. It's like this is the, I'm looking at it as a complete story, and I feel like this was a natural next step in this story between these two guys. That yeah, Johnny Gargano won that first one. It was an amazing moment. It's like a underdog story. You know, he did it. He completed his. He said the last thing that I'm gonna do. You know, before you know, whatever my story ends in NXT is to win that championship, and then he got his. Yeah. But, but now, now the story now Adam is Cole, okay. You can get it, but can you can you keep it? Can you keep it? You know, and Adam Cole, you know, it's like well, Johnny too. I thought it was good that they said uh, that Johnny told him like, "Hey, you can't beat me on your own." Oh, right? Like, yeah, he baited him into off. that. Yes, yes, and so that played a part in this story too because. With, with this matchup, there was a point where Adam Cole, it looked like he was calling the Undisputed Era, you know, and they never came out. And so this match, this entire match went down one-on-one with Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano straight yeah. up. And so I loved that part of it, too. I love the fact that they didn't have the Undisputed Era come out and still had Adam Cole, you know, be able to beat Johnny Gargano, you know, one-on-one for this championship. I thought that that was... To me, that was smart booking, just to put over Adam Cole and say, "Look, this this man can, he beat him in the first fall." Like, it, like to Adam Cole's point, if that had been any other yeah. match, yeah, he, he was going like, with that point. I'm like, yes, yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for me, like, it, it's if I were if I'm to judge the matches as individual matches, I would say I still enjoyed the first one more because it was just like like I was literally standing up like. Oh my God! What's like? Where are they going? Like, I felt confident that Johnny was uh-huh. going to win, 
uh, near falls and the close finishes and unspeeded air coming out and Johnny just kept continually finding a way to survive. I was like, oh my God, like what, how, what is happening? Like what is going to happen? You know, so they really had me, um, I'd say more shocked and more stunned and more emotionally like, whoa, but here I kind of expected in the rematch, I expected this to happen. I was going to be honest. For- I didn't know what to, to get- expect because of the previous match, because of the story, what was told, like, apparently Johnny can kick out out of everything. All right. So <laughs> yeah. that, that, so how, how that match worked for you with me, it didn't because to me it was, right. it was a bit, I don't know, cartoonish in a way, like, you know, all right, this dude getting hit with everything, but you know, but the kitchen sink, but still kicking out. All right, whatever. But now this second match, Oh my God, it was like night and day. The, the storytelling was great. The psychology of Adam Cole pretending to wave undisputed in. He just, and then, yeah, great. and then Johnny Gargano just like, what? What? Oh, okay, all right, man, I got to turn around. Okay, and then he's just getting, getting kind of confused. Like, oh, they're not coming. And then just kind of just baited him in and, and closed it right there. You know, yep. from from beginning to end, from the video packaging, from Adam Cole saying if this was any other match, from Johnny Gargano saying, if can you even beat me by yourself? You know what I'm saying? Yep. That was great. That was good storytelling right there. All right. One on one, cool, close finishes. I'm, I'm, I, okay. I'm, a, I, I, I'm all into that now. I was on the edge of my yeah. seat because, bro, I didn't know. I didn't know if Johnny was gonna keep it. I didn't know if Adam Cole was gonna win, but Adam Cole won. And even if he would have lost, I would have been fine with the match because of the storytelling. I was going to yeah, ask you yeah, that. Yep. Yeah, I would have been fine with the because match because of, of okay. the story of how the story went. I would have been like, I would have been bummed that he lost, but you like, I would have been like, you know what? But that was a goddamn it. That was an awesome match. See, I actually feel like Adam Cole had to win that match, and I actually would have not liked it if Johnny would have won that Ooh. because at this point now. Johnny, well, Adam Cole would have lost twice. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, where do you go from here with Adam Cole? Like, he has to win it. Like, this is the time is now to capitalize on this for, for Adam Cole because, you know, losing twice to Johnny Gargano, he can't talk to Johnny Gargano. <laughs> no. He's got to wait for Johnny look, Gargano. Like, he can't. That's a bad exactly. look. I'm like, bro, gotta, you lost to Johnny Gargano two times. Twice. Don't talk Twice. to me anymore. Like you gotta wait <laughs> back in the line. You know, you gotta wait for Johnny Gargano to lose that belt and fight some other dude when someone else beats Johnny, but it can't be you anymore if you lose to him again. So for him to win, you know, this one, I thought, yeah, perfect timing for him to to pull that off. And man, some of the spots in this matchup was just crazy. I'm just thinking about like there was a spot where uh he did uh one of his signature moves, he usually hits him on the back of the head. But he did it the reverse way, and like he had him up on the shoulders. I don't know what he calls the move up move uh, normally, but he has him. It's like a almost like a torture rack, and then he pops him up, and he he flipped Johnny Gargano over, and Johnny hit face first on his knee. Usually, again, it's this, the back of his head. So that yeah. was a crazy spot. Also, too, all the super kicks oh that they both God. did to oh, each how, other. How they both kind of like, kind of both trying to fake each other out with the super kicks. They was like, yeah, oh, oh, I was trying to yeah. get you. Oh, but they both went, knocked each other out right. with the super kicks. Oh, my God. Oh, Adam Cole with the Panama Sunrise outside the yes, ring. Oh, yes. my God, oh, bro. Oh, that was crazy. That was, that was insane. That was crazy. 
That was insane. Man. I'm like, dude, lights out. Yes. That's it. Yes. That's it right there. Like, there's no getting up from that. He just did that to the outside. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. This is over. This is a wrap. So, yeah, they, they both super kicked each other, too, uh-huh. like, simultaneously. Like, that was pretty cool. Man, just s- such a fun matchup. Like, I really enjoyed this match. Um, and, yeah, yeah, for me, it was like, yeah, Adam Cole just had to win. Like, I yeah. was rooting hard I- for Adam Cole to win because I, I want to see this continue because I'm enjoying this. Like, I'm enjoying the two of them. I feel like they're ve- the similarities, like, I love how, again, in their matches, they pull similar – the super kicks and they pull similar yeah. moves. And I think that and it's a great – they both can go. In they terms both of, like, condition – to can go. can go. Like, no rest holds. We're yes. going. Bell to no, bell. Exactly. <laughs> no rest holds, please. Yeah, these guys do not right. need that. Their We're conditioning is, 20, it's like, yeah, minutes. they want to do 25, 26 minutes. Bell to bell, yep. be my guest. Because they these guys Let's can go. do it. No rest holds. Let's go. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So, yeah, man, I, I, was, yeah. I was really happy with this matchup. I was so happy for Adam Cole. Johnny had his moment in the last one, and I felt like the timing for me felt right on that one for Johnny to get his moment. Here it felt like Adam Cole it was right. There's going to be a part three yeah. just the way I, that Oh, yeah, yeah, up. yeah, they're going to do part three. But I, I felt like the universe corrected a, a course right here. And correct, that's, hey, correct. You know, so we're gonna agree yeah, to exactly. disagree. That's, that's, totally that's how I feel. I'm that's like, all right, <laughs> this, this is this is the match I was supposed to get. All right, the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. That's hey, yeah. that's fine. I enjoyed it. You know, I for me it was like, okay, I wanted Johnny to get that moment. Like, I get it that you know we didn't have Tommaso Ciampa there, so it changes things up a little bit. But it still didn't change the the year and the build up and the just the journey that Johnny had had. So to cap that journey off with a win finally of, of the NXT Championship, I'm like cool. But now it's like, all right, Adam Cole, he he can't lose this twice. He cannot yeah. lose twice to Johnny Gargano, and then you continue yeah. to have him saying, well, you know, Johnny, I can beat you. I'm better than no, you're not. You yeah. lost twice. You're yeah, not better than him. It's and, over. Yeah, with. and once again, so, that match was everything, bro. Just. Yeah, alternating the super kicks. Even at one uh, sequence when Cole was hitting Gargano with like multiple kicks, and then he kind of bounced off the uh the rope as he had and kicked him again, like on the back of the head, bro. It was crazy. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, man, just just these guys, man. They these. They are the chemistry that they have is great. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I just want to see this continue, man. Like you could give me a best of seven series with Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano, and I won't complain. Like it, it's it's just it's just awesome. Um, I think there was a stat that they said. I think Johnny Gargano has been at 14 takeovers or something like yeah. that. It's like which yep. is crazy, and he's made a vented a, a, a good number of those. So I guess one question is. You know, say they do part three, and I my prediction on that, I think Adam Cole probably retains, retains yep. if they do a part three. That that's my guess. My fear is Johnny Gargano is going to get called up, and you know, worst case scenario, he gets called up to two hundred five live. Ooh. But I don't know what what do you think in terms of Johnny Gargano? Like what where where do you see things going? Oh uh, man, well I know initially when he got called up, I don't know even what they was going to do with him at first. Yep. I don't think they Yeah, did. and that was scary. Like, you had yep. the North American champion, Johnny Gargano at the time, and Tommaso Champion. He was the NXT champion at yep. the time. I remember yep. that. And they and they had no – it seemed like they – even with, with Tommaso Ciampa, I think with both of them, it felt like they weren't sure. Yep. Like, they basically just said, all right, well, why don't you guys both team yeah. up again, which made no sense for their story because they both were not on the same page in NXT 
yet you want them to be DIY again on the main it, roster. It was weird. Like, it was I, like, yeah, like, okay, we're, we're in two different universes, I guess, huh? Yep. Well, I mean, and, and it, it screamed like Vince McMahon does not watch he does. NXT. He does. He does. Like that's what it that's what it said to me. Yeah. Like he doesn't watch it. He's just like, oh, these guys were tag okay. cool. Put yeah, them together. Yeah. What? Because it's good shit. No, they're not a team right now. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, what are you doing? Like, no, they're not a team anymore. Let's honor the story that they're telling over there. Like, God. It's just terrible. So yeah, I, I'm nervous yeah. for Johnny, man. Like, I, I, want, I hope he does I, stay. I don't I, to, yeah. do you, honestly he'll get called because I, I don't think so. Be <sighs> I hope not. Because he would I, literally I, I get lost e- either two hundred five. Because I, I he's going to two hundred five live. He, I think because they they had him on Raw and SmackDown, and then they just did not do know what to do with him. So I feel like he would probably go to two hundred five live. Which I mean, damn, like that's I, just that's just oh like that would waste, be a total honestly. waste. He he will be yeah. bro, bro. He'll 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 probably be unhappy. I can oh see yeah, him. I mean that would be. He would be a dude that probably, I mean, because I know this is a dream come true for him, but, you know, uh, he would be a guy that would be better served to leave the WWE altogether yeah. and go to AEW than to move to 205 Live and just flounder there, you know. And even thinking about it, like, the Raw the Raw, uh, Raw and SmackDown and, and the potential of him being on those rosters, you mentioned briefly Buddy Murphy, right, and and that he's not being used yeah. at all. He's am- on SmackDown, right? He was killing it on 205 Live, and it apparently that meant nothing. nothing. It meant absolutely nothing for him. Nothing. That was a waste, man. A why, why the hell drop the belt at WrestleMania if you if you if you have nothing for him? Nothing. Just let him hold on to the belt, he, then. He could have. Yep, yep. Because at least he's still that, champion. He's sense. not doing, but he's champion, and we get why because exactly. There's nobody. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I would rather Buddy Murphy went to NXT UK, you know, or just NXT, period, than to go to SmackDown and yeah. do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a waste for him. When he showed up, when he when he fought, because he fought Velveteen Dream, right? Fought Velveteen yeah. Dream on NXT for the yeah. North American Championship. Great. Like, that should that could have been the beginning of it. Like, just have him on NXT, you know, feuding with, with the different guys there, having matchups with people on NXT. Like, he's a great fit yeah. for that. But to put him on SmackDown and do nothing, nothing with him, I just gosh. and I remember when oh, no. when we was talking about this, we was we was just so excited about the possibilities of what they can yep. do with Buddy Murphy. Oh, that oh, he was the steal yeah, of the like, draft. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. And like, oh, him and Finn Balor when we had mentioned that because it was just like mm-hmm. a lightning that just hit us. Like, oh, yes. Wow. I'm not even excited about that because it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. The way it feels right now, it's mm-hmm. not gonna happen. I mean, probably actually, what we should hope for is that he does go to NXT. Yep. That they do what they're doing with Tyler Breeze and say, you know what, let's go ahead and just put him on NXT and see what happens there. You know, Alexander Wolf went to NXT UK. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like some guys, I feel like it just makes sense yep. for them to be on NXT and to treat NXT and NXT UK like full rosters. Like Pete Dunn, I, I kind of don't want Pete Dunn to no, be on the main no, roster no, no, anymore. No, no, no. Like I feel like NXT UK is just where he should him, just be, or yep. just NXT. Let him be there. Yeah. Like, let like, him do his his. Yeah. Do the six man tag. Like yeah. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Just just the main roster, there's certain guys that Vince is going to invest in and actually put the effort yeah. into. And I, I just you, you're starting to see a pattern with a lot of these guys from NXT, 
you know, that they just they, they have nothing for him. Or even with, with Buddy Murphy from 205 Live, they just don't know how to use him. So I, I, I think we're at a place to just pause, <laughs> you know, all the call-ups, like you yeah. said. Nobody, nobody move, move. Nobody touch a goddamn thing, <laughs> all right? Exactly. <laughs> that needs to be the theme. That needs to be the theme right now for, for NXT and all these guys. Just, hey, let's just keep it where it's at. Let, until right. we figure out yeah. what the hell is going on on the main roster. Triple H, yeah, he got to figure some shit out. He's like, all right, everybody chill. Yeah. Right, cause my dad is tripping right now, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I knew, I knew, I knew. Yeah, NXT is doing, I'm going to take care of you, but don't cut to the main roster because my dad is tripping. <laughs> that's the Triple H impersonation. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so I sound like he got something in his nose or something. This major sinus yeah, issue, yeah. bro. Just blow your nose, man. <laughs> Him and Shane, bro. Just Shane got some sinus issues. Triple H, like, oh, bro. Just, man. Guys need some Excedrin or something. I don't know. Some Sudafed. <laughs> oh, man. Man. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, hey, kudos to Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano for putting on a hell of a main oh, event. Yeah. You know, another to me, it's it's going to be a match of the year candidate yeah. for sure. It's just yeah. a fun match to watch. Uh, I just loved every if moment I was, of if it. If I could so rank I, the matches for that takeover, I would say obviously match of the night would be the NXT Championship. Uh, yes. Then yes. I got to go with the ladder match. Then I go with yep. the women's match. Uh. Cause that, then, the, then, the, let's the see, the dream, dream and then I, well, you know what? I kind of go with the Matt Riddle. I got to put that above the Valentine Dream. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ooh, I do. Real? Okay, I, okay. I got to be real. I got to be real, real, son. <laughs> I got to put it over there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't mind that. I don't match. mind that. And, I, and, and you know what? I yeah. enjoyed Matt Riddle selling that. Him yeah. just like trying to do certain moves. And he, his back giving out like. Uh, I, I I enjoy storytelling of of wrestling like that is like the passion of of why I love wrestling so much, man. And the subtle if I if I can see like subtle moves, certain uh you know movements, you, your body language, just telling the story. Uh, you got Pete Dunn with the you know with the wrist manipulation, the arm manipulation. You know him doing that, yep. and then you had Matt Riddle. Yep. Like you never, he never, he always looks so strong. Never like he's in trouble. Like even Valentine Dream, he was dominating that match, straight dominating. Yep. It just you know, he just got caught slipping on banana peel. You know, quick roll up. Nah, you caught me slipping. All right, yep. we let that go. Here, <laughs> bro, he was got put through the ringer. He, yeah, he man, man, bro, Roger Strong gonna make you work. <laughs> make you work and that's what Matt Riddle did he was working selling oh man just like on oh, my back bro and I believed it like bro okay Matt Riddle has a chance he, that, that's one of his finishers he's focused on that back so yeah this could happen this guy it makes uh-huh. sense I saw it now I'm like this, this yep. it seemed like I saw I, I'm, I'm trying to read this foreshadowing that's what it seems like but nah, man, he he got the win and hell of a finisher from uh, Matt Riddle too, bro. Yes, yes, I like that. It was almost it started to look like a almost like a apologize, like a tombstone, you know. And then he hooked the arm, almost like a Cesaro kind of yeah. deal. And then I laid flat. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's that nice. looks that, strong. Is that the first time that he's done yeah, that, man? Because I never seen that. Okay, 
Yeah, I hadn't seen it either, but I wasn't sure if maybe he had used that in another promotion or anything like that. But, yeah, as far as I know, that's the first time that he had done that, so that's pretty cool. I like that a lot. I think one thing, too, that I want to touch on is um, you talked about storytelling being one of the things that you love about wrestling. And we've had these debates before about, like, you know, charisma versus in-ring wrestling and what we prefer. But I think that's, like, it combined, right? Like, that's that's the two parts of storytelling. Well, you can't do one without the other, man. You know, it it goes hand in hand, you know? It does. It does. You know, that that's so with you saying that, and I've been thinking about this, too, for for a while now, since we even had those debates, like, really, it's it's all storytelling. That's the big part of of wrestling. Like, can you tell a story? How well do you tell a story? You know, and it's it's equal parts, your charisma and your ability to, to wrestle. You know, if you if you are failing in either one of those, then probably the storytelling is not exactly great. Like something's going to be lacking there. So, you know, storytelling for sure. That's what Lua Wrestling is, man. And I think that's kind of a continual theme, you know, for our whole show today, really. I think that's that's the true essence of of wrestling is the storytelling. When when you just, when you just, you know, strip it down to its core, like, like, what do you like about wrestling? It's, it's, you know, when you just, when when, when somebody, when somebody's talking about like why you like wrestling, they're going to tell you the stories of it, man. Yep. The emotion. Yep. You know, that's, that's, that's what it is, from, man. From Dustin, you know, bleeding all over himself, yeah. you know, and like just the, the pure emotion that they showed in AEW to, you know, basically here with Adam Cole waving over, you know, the Undisputed Era uh, and then, you know, Johnny Gargano's yeah. waiting for him and then they never show oh up. Oh, my God. That was oh, a yeah. boy. Playing his yeah. head. Yeah, man. I'm you like, know what oh, I'm saying? Like, smart. I'm like, bro, that is smart. I'm thinking he was like, oh, he's about to wave him in. And like he is, yep. like you just really don't give a fuck, man. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's who I yep. am. I'm gonna do what I do. Yep. <laughs> exactly, exactly, man. Yeah, so just I love it. So yeah, the storytelling, man. It's just it's so yeah. key. It's so key that the, the storytelling is good. You're telling good stories, engaging stories, emotional stories. You know, there's so many different types of stories you can tell. But yeah, just just it, it's so yeah. important. It's yeah. that part of it. So yeah, important. man. So, and I can tell, like, it's crazy because. Uh, you know, my wife doesn't really watch that much wrestling, but now she's starting to watch it with me a little bit more often, and she's mm. starting to get into it. So, and I think it's the storytelling that's awesome. because of it. And that's, yeah. that's goes for my daughter. You know, I remember when we was watching, she knew nothing. It was TakeOver New Orleans. She knew nothing about Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Knew nothing of it. Because she's all about the WWE main roster. But she wanted to watch TakeOver with me. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. She was literally on the edge of her seat. All the close finishes, the close finishers. She couldn't believe it. She was like, what? Oh, my God. This match is never going to end. Trying to imitate my daughter's voice. (laughs) But, But, yeah, man. It's, it's it's crazy how you know that when I see that that I get joy out of that man I, I truly get joy when 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 I can see somebody that you know from wrestling and, and they they get affected by that. Yeah, yeah, man, it is it, it is it truly is a joy. It's just the, the it can affect you so many. when people talk to me, like people that don't watch wrestling, you know, ask why you know, I, I watch wrestling, you know, and I think about certain moments and emotional moments that it got yeah. me, you know, I'm like, I wish I could just show them that so that they could just experience that those, 
those emotional moments or just those moments that got me jumping out of my seat because I feel like that universe that that for anybody if you see those moments on their own I think you would yeah it. you know what I'm saying unfortunately we get a mix of like bad storytelling or just goofy things happening it does. that kind of makes it, it hard you know but uh, overall like like these these again this Adam Cole Johnny Gargano matchup this was a great mm-hmm. one to show somebody like hey you know this this is an example of why I enjoy wrestling because of the storytelling going on in this ring you know because it just you just watch this watch the match listen to the crowd and feel that and then you, it gives you a good a good reasoning a good uh, example of what makes for great wrestling if if you so, can yeah. show let me ask you this so if you if you can show a non wrestling fan a match to get him into wrestling what match would you show mm-hmm. like I mean, a, a match to just like to show the reason why you love wrestling um gosh like I mean, all time is kind of tough, man. Like, um, I think about The Rock and like a lot of the matches that he had with Stone okay. Cold, and I feel like that's that's a matchup. Like one of those matchups with with The Rock and Austin would be one that I would pick if I could only pick one. It might be, gosh, you know what? Oddly enough, I'm thinking this might be an interesting one, but Stone Cold and The Rock's last match, I think might be an interesting one to show somebody because of the emotion, knowing that it was Austin's last match and that moment that they had at the end of it where you could see The Rock talking to Austin and I'm interpreting as like he's thanking him and telling him, you know, like it's it's just every just personal things to him. But you could feel like, okay, this this is it. You know what I'm saying? And it, it just – it was like the end of an era, but at the same time, like one of those reasons why I love wrestling is because of the, the emotion, the camaraderie uh, that the wrestlers yeah. have with each other, the respect they have, you know, and then just Stone Cold, like leaving it all out there. He has a messed up neck, but he's taking like three, four rock bottoms in a row towards the end, and he's like, yeah, man, I'm just going to – He loves the business, and so he's willing to to do that for the business, for The Rock, you know, take that bump. And then The Rock is willing to show that respect in the middle of the ring, and, you know, people can see what's going on, but it's like they just – he just they just it's like that's Uh their moment, you know what I'm saying? So as a moment, I feel like that to me just emotionally grabbed me to a point where two wrestlers that I enjoyed watching so much sharing this moment for the last time – like I'm not even giving emotional even talking about it right now. You know, it's just like it was just such a great moment that I feel like even if you don't know, if you've never watched wrestling before, you've probably heard of The Rock. You've probably heard of Stone Cold. And so to see that moment and see their last moment, I feel like yeah. it would get you. And The Rock, you, you know, so after he did a rock bottom, he got the win. You could tell him that he's talking to Stone Cold. Yeah, yep. you could see it. Yeah, you know, you could see it goes right you know up to saying? him, and you could he's yep. getting words yep. in. You he's know? looking like, serious. You that know, just, that's just him being professional, but he's saying some, you know, some some words to him. Yeah, it's like the res- they they just have such respect exactly. for each other, and it's just like you know, one man to another. Like they yep. just they they have that camaraderie. They have yep. that respect. He let him have the ring, um, even too. the build up. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. He, he let him he have. Won, it. He won, but he's like, you know what? This. This this your ring though. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's akin to like uh, when Shawn Michaels fought Ric Flair. I was just gonna time, mention you know, that like, that 
I would say that would be my match. If I was going to show somebody the reason why I love wrestling, you know, of a storytelling match, like my, obviously my favorite match would be WrestleMania 13, Stone Cold versus Bret Hart. You know, just Mm, somebody, a guy who went in as a bad guy, but showed his heart and came out as a good guy. And a guy that went as good came Mm -hmm. out as bad. Like, you can't go either one, but if I wanted to show somebody some something very emotional, like you talking about something heavy, like the last in, like I'm sorry and I love you, and super kid, yeah. bro, come on, Gosh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I tear because that that was that was some hard, that was some real, that was some real shit, that was some real yeah. shit. He knew it was over. They yeah. both knew it was over. They both had to understand. Everybody in that arena watching, over. they knew it was, it was like over. in slow mode. He got up, putting his yeah. hands up. I'm gonna I'm go out like you a jeep. Feel it. All right, yo. You can feel it. Yep. And it was like, damn. He was, and, and, and Bret Hart was like, man, I'm sorry, and I love you. I was yeah. like, oh, yep. and you, and yep, you, and you, yep, and you know, yep, he said yep. it. You, you didn't hear him, but you read his lips, and you saw. Yeah. It. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because you, you know you didn't hear it, but you, you just you just read his lips. That's how that's how good it was, and, and deliver yep. it and like bam. And I'm like, man, that's the reason why I like wrestling. Yep, yep. Both just great examples of just the raw emotion. Like I feel like because that we we just we just care so much about you know the, these characters and also them as people too. Like they're human as well, and so there's that human element. That when they like, I love seeing behind the scenes, and I love seeing like, you know, I want to. This is why I want to watch the Ronda Rousey uh, documentary. Why I love watching all the 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 WWE Network documentaries yeah. that they do because it gets the the human side of it, it all. Does. You know, when you see them with their families, and you see them with their kids, and all of that, like that, it just it it grounds it to a point where yeah, th- this is this is these are people, yep. these are humans. You know what I'm saying? So that to me, you know, I'm just so invested. Like I yeah. care so much. Like about these are people at the end of the have... day, they're just playing characters. Yes, exactly. And then, so then when these moments happen, you know, when Shawn Michaels says, I'm sorry. And I love you, you know, when well, the rock, you know, shares those last couple of words with, with Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, it's because they're people and they just went on it. They've been on this ride, this journey with each other for so long that this final moment that they're having, like, it's just, it's just so emotionally charged because of everything they've been through because they, at the end of the day, they're just human beings like the rest of us. And, and these, the, the the audience, we've all watched them for years and years and years, like just ups and downs and all that, you know what I'm saying? So we're just so connected. Mostly invested, bro. Like been watching wrestling for years, man. man. Like, you know, like I don't get, I don't care, man. If I'm, bro, if if if, if somebody asks me, oh, you still watch wrestling? I'm like, hell yeah, I do. I don't oh care. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say yeah, it just no, like that. Hell yeah, I Absolutely. do. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I wear my wrestling yeah, t-shirt. My daughter, you know, we go to the go wrestling like show. Look at the picture. Yeah. I got videos. What's up? Yeah, 100%. like you know, it's fake, man. I love it. You you yeah. enjoy movies, right? It's- <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, man. Endgame was scripted, you know, and people exactly. still cry. Oh, man, you know, what I'm you know man, like, I rest my case. It's just what it is. It's just what it is, man. So yeah, man. It, it's 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 great. It's great. So that that's it, man. That's a great way to end yeah, the show. Yeah, that, that is. That is. Wow. You know what? We almost went 
for almost four hours. Oh, wow. Amen. Four hours, <laughs> and I'm not surprised. I was like, it's probably going to be a long, good one. That's what I said. It's, it's been a yeah. minute. It's been a minute, man. But it was fun. Yeah. It was definitely fun. And hey, we we promise not to to make the hiatus be as long, you know, if possible. Like we're gonna do what we can. Exactly. Life happens, you know. So it's just what it is. But at you know, at the same time, we we will try our best yeah. to try to keep these coming. In this yeah. But as of right now, so we're we're, we're back. You know, we're back. All right, we're show back. us back, baby. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So signing out. This is a feast for Devin, as always. We'll catch you next time. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to that Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.